something to think about. K-Jack, what's up going on, man? If we don't get Jeremiah, do you think they go the portal route? I feel like they should regardless. I think at least one portal receiver is a safe bet for most teams every year now. I think that's kind of going to be the barometer. You could take two or more. It depends on who the second guy would be. Even if you get Jeremiah, if you and again, I don't know who it would be. If there's a fit, there's a connection, somebody on the staff at Florida State already knows one of the guys that's another school or because they recruited him. He's a fit because he runs similar routes to something Florida State either has done or wants to do, perhaps both. There's a reason to take at least one portal quarterback. There's a reason to take one running back. There's a reason to take a receiver. I think it's two, though, because they're losing two NFL guys. Like all the skill spots on offense, you always got to think about taking one, even if it's a backup, because experience in the passing game is so much a part of being consistent. Receiver, what a year quarterback, even if it's a backup, I would always consider it. You just want experience in that quarterback room. So all of those. But to your point, though, man, if you want to take more than one, you're losing Johnny Wilson and Keon Coleman. That is hard. You're losing both. Just my opinion. All right. I hate Tofili left. Well, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that until that. I I hadn't checked Twitter that much. more. I've tried to stay off of it. Um, I'm curious. I'll have to read more into that. If he did... You know what? It is what it is. I know Rodney Hills in the portal, et cetera. But again, I want to save most of that for tomorrow's show. and We'll, we'll get more into it. All right. Michael Pride. Miami people seem to think Ward will have some more talent around him if he comes to them and, it, and are concerned about Florida State's visit. I mean, it depends on what you mean by more talent. That Miami fans and Florida State fans can see things 100% different. They're never going to agree. So I'm not going to get much into that. But at the same time, Florida State's losing a ton. Which guys come back for Miami, too? Like, they, they lost Colby Young to the portal. Yeah, Colby Young to the portal a couple of days ago. Well, what if one of the other guys left? It's too early. I won't say anything, really, about the comparisons of any school. Florida State, Miami, until after the NFL draft deadline. It's usually around January 15th. If somebody knows the date, please post it in the chat. I don't know what it is. But they're, like, Jacoby George might turn pro. He had more yards than Keon Coleman did this year. What if he's not back? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Guys change their mind. So I, I'm not going to get too worried about that just yet. Okay, Tofili hasn't left. That's good. I saw Rodney Hill had left, so I'm glad to hear that. There we go. Yeah. I, again, I'll get into the Hill stuff tomorrow. What little I've heard. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on that, but that sounds pretty awkward to me. Jeremiah Smith plus Julian Fleming equals success. Let's go. Battles end. Angelo, I mean, it would be hard to argue with that. I have no idea which teams before anybody else asks, in case they haven't already, where Julian Fleming's going. I got one Ohio State contact that, that runs the podcast on Locked On, but I mean. He's left Ohio State. I doubt he's really concerned about where he's going. I don't know, but I'll guarantee you this. His phone is busy. Six plus feet, 200 plus pounds, four years at Ohio State, former ESPN number one player out of high school. He will have options. I would imagine Florida State's at least reached out. That would be my guess, but I do not know. Kerry Kimbler. Is it true that Rodemaker is out for the bowl game? I have not heard that, but I have not tried to read anything intentionally 
about depth charts for Georgia or Florida State, although some come up on my timeline a little bit, until I get to about Christmas. I have so much going on with recruiting in the portal that I put the game on the back burner. Honest, open-ended assessment of what I'm doing, there it is. There's too much as it is right now for me to cover. The bowl game's not till well after December 25th, so I'll right around Christmas I'll probably start really diving into that, and then 26th through the game we'll get into it. If he's out, that means that concussion was worse than they had anticipated. Concussions are flaky. I don't know if he's out, but, man, that would suck. Um, that was a really awful hit he took in the Florida game. Michael Pride, I think a priority other than quarterback should be to add a couple of linebackers. Agree. Could defensive ends, maybe a couple offensive line guys. I'm not so sure we may take more than seven or eight transfers. I think Florida State will take 10 or more. I don't think there's any doubt about it, and here's why. Quarterback will be one. They may need a running back now since Hill's in the portal. That's debatable. Depends on you get at least one receiver. I think two's a possibility. And then they need at least a couple guys up front on the offensive line. You're already at five-plus just on offense, and their linebacker room needs at least two. You're going to need at least two D linemen. I mean, you're like eight, nine already. We haven't talked about DB, and you're always looking for corners. That's the number one spot because nobody wants to play it out of high school anymore. Everybody wants to ball. So with that being stated, I think it's a pretty unique situation. Florida State may not go that way. They may choose to go a little younger because they got a lot of talent at every spot other than linebacker. Linebacker is the one I'm like, I'm convinced, two linebackers. Now that Lundy's in the portal, I am 100% convinced. But I, I expect, based on Norvell's history at Florida State, they'll still hit the portal hard, I'm guessing 10 to 12. Let's see. Patrick Wilson, no truth to LT leaving. Hill is out, though. That is correct. I hope we get Cam. However, the consensus seems that he'll end up, that we will end up with DJ. Do you think we can compete for a national title with DJU? I do not. I don't think he's good enough. Um, here's the bottom line, uh, and I'll give you the exact number just to be, be completely on the numbers here. Just looking at his throws, like his completion percentage going down through. He struggles too much in the middle of the field and really good teams will try to take the outside away because they have the corners to do it. And he gets in trouble in the middle of the field. He threw like 57% or what have you for the year. Um, I don't think I'm going to get his just basic passing numbers for you just to give a baseline for DJ. His passing numbers this year, I mean, you could take it however you want, but here are his last three completion percentages in the order of the games. They played Stanford, Washington, and Oregon to conclude the year. Stanford, terrible defense, 63.2%. Washington, pretty good defense, 48.4%. That's not good. Oregon, definitely a good defense, 54.3%. He's not good enough to win a national title. Prove me wrong. That's just that's just what I think. So um, if we want to be real, about Florida State winning national titles. You don't have to have the number one quarterback in the country. You didn't need Jordan Travis, uh, Jaden Daniels, somebody like that. Those are great quarterbacks. But you can win one without it. However, I think one of the most important things to look at in general, guys under 60% completion percentage, in my opinion, I don't see how you're winning titles because they're dismissing too many throws. Keep in mind, Jonathan Smith 
was the quarterback coach slash head coach, whatever you want to call it for them. I'm sure they had another guy that was a labeled quarterback. Smith played quarterback at Oregon State back in the day. Now he's now obviously at Michigan State. He is a very well-respected quarterback guy. And DJ was still 57%. That should give everybody here pause. I'm curious, like everybody else, what the fascination is with him. I think he's good. I think you can go eight and four to 10 and two with independent. And there's a million parts to be going and, and coming on the roster via recruiting in the portal yet. So we got to see. But I just don't think you can win more than 10 games with him. I just think he makes too many errors. It's not accurate enough. And against the elite teams, that's going to cost you. Just my opinion. KJAC the Great. Why aren't we going after that DN from UTSA? I don't know. They may have, and he may not have had interest. There's a lot of possibilities there. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. is now in the portal. And if you've got any sense of Florida State history or old enough, Pops was arguably as good a linebacker as college football has ever seen. He was from Miami Northwestern, played at Florida State in the early 1990s, and holy crap, was he good. That's his son. He originally signed with Georgia over Florida State, but he is in the portal. I would think about him before anything else, and except for the quarterback position, which, as you know, most probably know, that's the most important spot. Beyond that, you could make an argument. Marvin's the most important guy to get. It hasn't happened at Florida State, or excuse me, at Georgia for him. Maybe he resurrects his college career in Tallahassee. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Speaking of uh, resurrections, there's still guys on the Florida State roster that had to wait a bunch against for these seniors, this really good senior class. We're going to see some guys we didn't talk about much this year. In my opinion, not just be good next year, but be really good. Because they, they've had to wait their turn. Like, Tofili showed flashes, but if he's the main guy next year, maybe he runs for 1,000 yards. We, we don't know. Uh, Rodney Hill not being there. They have some other guys coming up, maybe Kaziah or somebody else. There's going to be some transfer of talent in terms of name, but the talent really isn't different. They just had to wait their turn. So that's something that everybody needs to think about because it's not as easy as what some people believe to just walk in and play. you got to learn the playbook. Got to have the system, got to fit. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, and, and that's part of it, man. That, that's part of it. Speaking of fit, FanDuel. Right now, you should be locked in with FanDuel because we got basketball season, we've got hockey, we've got football. It's baseball winter meetings. You can start talking about futures with that as well. But anyway, check this out. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. They have a lot of different opportunities on the app, and it's very easy to use. Wide range of betting options include point spreads, obviously. Player props, so if you have something like number of touchdowns or something special, maybe in a quarter, what have you, that's another opportunity. Over-unders for the number of yards for a player or a team, maybe on how many points they score, and you can do other things as well. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel. Official partner of the NFL. All right. Let's let's get back into the questions. All right. Michael Pride. He states, I think DJ may get us 10 wins. 
I think Ward could be a legitimate Heisman candidate with us. We're pretty much lockstep there, Mr. Michael Pride. Um, I think DJ's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's elite. I think in the right system, Norvell being a really good one, Cameron Ward could be a tremendous football player and one that throws maybe even fewer yards because he'd come out of some games because Florida State would beat the bejesus out of teams with him at quarterback. But if they got like Jeremiah Smith, maybe they got, you know, somebody else from the portal that helps on offense, a great tight end, maybe a great left tackle, whatever it is, helps the offense get rolling again. He could throw for 3,400 yards, but be like 31 touchdowns and only three picks, you know, 10 plus touchdowns to interception ratio, get you in the Heisman race in a hurry. Kerry Kimbler got to look at DJ ability to run, not just his throwing game to be fair. Yeah. He could run a little bit and he's a truck. He's a truck. Uh, matter of fact, where are we at with DJ? This, this is fun. I mean, he's, he's a little better run. I mean, I'll give you credit for bringing that up. Let me find where he's at this year for DJ. He didn't run a ton. The only time he ran up to eight times was against Colorado. But he had six rushing touchdowns. That's not bad. 4.2 average. And again, like, like I mentioned earlier, this is such a dumb rule. In college football, they have this idiotic rule where if you get sacked, it comes off the rushing tour. So he averaged 4.2 yards a carry. He had 275 yards. Six touchdowns. He's pretty good. You can run RPL with DJ. You can Lee Fields, do you think players who want to negotiate their NIL will ever do so privately or will they use the portal negotiation tactic? What, that's a great question. We could do a whole show on this, a week. Let me give a little backstory. This is Lee Fields' question of the day. Basically, if you don't give me the NIL, I'm going to the portal. Here's the deal. That's two-way street. It's two-way street. Once a player officially enters the portal, if the school wants – they can pull his grant and aid, meaning his scholarship. So that's one part. Part two is also very important. To get to that point, what happened? Every situation is different. Everyone. There's no great way to do this, but if you're going to go through and you're going to hit the home run with your off-season roster, if you will, I don't know how else to call it because we're in different seasons, you have to get some of these guys not to hit the portal. Part of it's NIL, but part of it's just relationship. I talk about that in recruiting. It's the same with your team. Norvell or any head coach must sit down with his staff. Who do we want to keep more than anybody else in case NIL comes up? I would wager pretty heavily that conversation takes place a lot. It has to, right? Because if you're recruiting Jeremiah Smith and all these guys, that's great. You still need the guys on the roster to be there when those players get to your campus. It's not one or the other. It's both. That's how you win big. You have more players than the other team. It's not, it's not a rocket science adventure. So in not having holes at a specific spot that are glaring also helps you not be in a situation where a team can avoid other spots. Like on defense, if you've got a really big hole at D tackle, just anybody. Well, if you got a great D end, we can run away from this guy. We know we can handle the D tackles with one-on-one blocks. We're good. You can't have glaring holes that also alleviate the talents of other guys. So like if DJ Lundy or Patrick Payton or whatever it is, I don't even know Lundy's situation. If it's NIL related, it is what it is. You need to address those earlier, hopefully than later. And I'll, I'll get into the second or the third part of this, which is 
I'm curious what everybody else has heard on this too. This is the big elephant in the room, but you have to be on top of this as the year goes on. So you're not caught off guard. That's, that's what you got to do. I don't know how you do it. This is a new, new deal. Like however much Lundy was getting, did you think he had a problem with it? If not, why didn't you know? Was it out of the blue? Does he have people around him that aren't good people? I have no idea. I don't know DJ one day if he walked up to me right now. But that's just one example that I'm using. And linebacker is a major concern, maybe the number one concern for the 2024 Florida State football team. And then that's a problem. Here's the third thing. I'm just going to throw it out there. There have been a lot of rumors that the battle's end is not where it needs to be in total fun. Not number of people, but they don't have that big money booster, that big daddy booster that will throw down millions in a really big pinch for whatever coaching. I don't know how it all works, but coaching salaries, maybe the school takes care of that. And then he helps with an NIL player or whatever. I don't, I don't know how it all works, but just bottom line, big money, seven figure kind of cash guy. I, I could be wrong, but I've heard that from multiple people around the program. One that covers Florida state very closely. He was in Tallahassee, other people away from the program. Some people that recruit against Florida state, this is not a news flash, but I've never heard any details. And it's not like Florida State wants to promote it. Maybe this, with some of these guys like Patrick Payton, bitching and moaning, et cetera, it's because the money they thought they were going to get is not available. We all have to consider that. I don't know the answer, and that's unfortunate. But if that's the case, you're going to lose players. There's no way around it. That, that's something everybody has to think about. All right. Oofers, do you think Hill and DJ actually leaving or it's a bigger NIL seeking same with Peyton? There's a couple ways to look at it. I don't like to speculate on any one player, let alone a group, but sometimes it's just I want to try something different, and that's cool. I think it's pretty obvious with Patrick Peyton, NIL is at least part of it. I haven't heard anything on DJ. We'll see, but I'm assuming there's something there. Like defensive guys are going to hang out with defensive guys. How much of it, though? Like, for instance... Let's say Lundy was just interested in playing at Florida State when he signed, but for whatever reason, somebody in his family's moved away. He wants to be close to security. He wants to be there. I don't know. But to think that NIL isn't at least a part of it is asinine. It's asinine. You have to be able to do that. You have to. So think about that. Make sure that you're realistic, if you will. Because if you were in their shoes, and this is just my opinion, but just think this through. If you were in the shoes of a young man that was like DJ Wandy at one point, I think he was number one or number two in the nation per pro football focus on like tackling percentage or something like a really important stat. He's a good player, but he wasn't starting. He probably felt like he should have gotten more of the compensation, I would guess. So if he asked for it, especially to come back, because he, he would have been a starter, obviously, do you pay him or not? That's a negotiation because it's like you're giving him upfront money in a sense because he wasn't a starter. But at the same time, he's been pretty darn good when he did come into the game. So I guess it's just dependent on what you want to do. I'm not saying there's any one way to, to make it happen. But I think DJ Wandy is kind of an exception because there aren't many guys like him that are that effective as backups on defense in college football. They usually have already left. 
you could make the argument Florida State was fortunate to have him for the 23 season, let alone the 24 season. So keep that in mind as well. I, I don't think that there's any doubt that he's a great football player for what time he was on the field, and he just feels like he should have been compensated. Uh, you know, that's that's hard for me to really to really speculate on much more than that. But to say that he's again like anybody else, if they left, and I, there's a really good chance that LinkedIn was a part of the reason why, and that's what it is. Speaking of the reason why, let's talk a little bit about LinkedIn jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Uh, with the holiday coming up, if you haven't done so already, you can still use it. LinkedIn, uh, their app is super easy to, to navigate. They have over a billion people, literally, in some capacity that connect through LinkedIn at some point. You're going to find connections, whether it's for retail, whether it's for accounting, et cetera, you have a way to do it. And they will set up questions for you that get the screening done and help you narrow the path and make it more effective for you to run your business. So keep that in mind. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let me get back in here to the comments. If I miss one of these, I apologize. Sometimes I get behind. Let's see. Michael Pride. I just think Ward can do more with much more barrel talent than DJ can do. Add another running back that can catch screens. The sky is the limit with Ward. Tofili's really good at that, by the way. Just a random shout out. I thought Tofili was as good a pass catching running back as college football had this year. And it's ironic. He didn't even start. Benson was the starter. So, <coughs> excuse me. Anytime you can get guys like that in the spread, man, it's hard. Linebackers aren't going to cover running backs in space very often. Not when they can't just beat up on them. Once they get past five yards down the line, you know, wheel routes, over route, angle route. But then they got to find him in all that traffic in a screen game. Like Michael's talking about that. That is hard. Any news on Jeremiah Smith? The only thing is I know Mario Cristobal went in home with him and all the coaches are going to do that. I don't know if Ryan Days went in home yet. I assume that's today. Um, if Or he already did. But we're going to find out on signing day. I've talked to more people about that young man who I respect very much and about any recruit in my lifetime. His recruitment has been wild. I do not have any news. We'll find out on signing day. I've kind of given up on getting an angle, if you will. 